0: Recording straight out of five Scotland. You're listening to Films and Swearing with Sexy Stu Sutherland and the Magic
1: Mike Christie. That's not your best one. It's it's a guess. I thought I thought you were going to you were you were looking like you were like looking for the words, and I was like I was going to chime and say our host. Oh yeah, hosts. Aye,
0: oh yeah, that's what we are. Uh, yes. Good god almighty oh it is films and swearing a movie podcast. And you're right, it is. I am your host, Stuart Island, and sitting across the table, Magic Mike Christie. Yeah. Charlie the Wonder Dog is somewhere. He will make noise. Uh, he was crying. I'm now gonna refuse to edit these podcasts.
1: Just going to get them raw.
0: Yeah, this is is, as raw as it gets. Sorry. I used
1: to be a patron exclusive member. I know, I used to make
0: people pay for this. Uh, And yeah, it's raw. (laughs) Nobody's going to spit into their horn. That's it. (laughs) It's just getting right into your ears, whether you want it or not. So uh, it is us Mm -hmm. doing our 2022 Films of the Year. We've got like six films. And a loose dog. Um I'm gonna talk about my favourite films of the year. Mike's gonna talk about his. Talk about some we didn't like and what we're looking forward to. Who wants to start? Hey, I'll let you go. Okay. Um big one for me, like my numero uno, like the my favourite film of twenty twenty two is Jordan Peel's Nope. That came out about Augusts, yeah. Um I've seen it about four times. I've seen it four times now, wow! So and yet, yeah, each time I watch that movie, I find out something else about it, or I start mm. coming up with more theories about what I'm watching, and I just love it even more. Like, yeah. I think when we saw it in the cinema, I put it in as like a strong four out of five, yeah, and that anchor <clears throat> eventually grew to a four point five, and I'm pretty sure is if you look on Letterboxd, I have it as a five out of five because yeah. each time you watch it, it just gets a bit fucking better. So, um, if you, like,
1: I know we're just doing top threes,
0: but, yeah. um, would this fall into like a top five for you or a top um,
1: ten? It's, it's definitely in my top ten. I, I was like you when I first watched it, I thought it was a good, it was a good four out of five. Mm-hmm. And I was like surely that's gonna be a film, the more you watch it, the more you understand it. The same when you watch it kinda of reminds me of fucking like M Night Shyamalan's like Sit a Sense. Yeah. When you start to watch it more you notice a lot more. Um so in my letterbox currently let is sitting so I rewatched this on Friday night. Mm-hmm. And I was actually fucking genuinely surprised like, 'cause I got the I got the four K disc. Aye. For Christmas, nice. and the four K disc comes and it's presented in IMAX. It's so got the IMAX shots. Oh. I know, you know. had IMAX. Yeah, it was just a, like this typical IMAX stuff with the the gorgeous subplot, the right shots involving like the impossible shot and all that, you know, ah, like all yeah. that stuff. Why all the? And it was like I was genuinely surprised. So it's currently sitting at. It's seventh, seventh, but okay. as a four to five again, if I watch again, it might go a five. Uh, aye, you know, because it. like I rewatched it on Friday, and there's still some bits on it that I just can't fucking like stop thinking about. There's so much in that yeah. film that I really fucking really enjoy. Mm. There's like you that know? moment, I especially. Oh, I just noticed that dogs took a leak on the floor. <laughs>
0: Okay, <laughs> Jesus Christ, um, <laughs> puppies. Um, there's that moment in the flashbacks. Uh, what was it, Gordy's home? Gordy, yeah,
1: the Gordy show. Yeah, was. the Gordy
0: show. Um, and there's this significant moment with like, uh, like a shoe, like a yeah, a, standing a, a, a kid's, upright, yeah. And obviously, it's in Duke's, uh like little. Gordy's museum, played by Stephen Young of uh, Walking, Dead. Walking Dead fame, and with him having his own, it's it's kind of just like a little Disney park for yeah, like a wee Western theme, and it's kind of modelled after him and his his career as a child actor. Yeah, but his little hit, like dirty shame of the Gordy's home is wee museum. Yeah, I always think the fact that that shoe stands upright there in the show is somehow connected to like how it's in his museum like how the shoes just stood up framed and it, it's just like i think like, there's the trauma involved of yeah like, what he witnessed as a child and oh god this is gonna be hard on like are we spoiling our films if, if it's major, we'll we'll shout spoiler and let you skip like fifteen seconds. Yeah, aye, because it's gonna be hard to talk about them without talking about the best bits, because that's sometimes yeah where the spoilers lie. But that shot where he's hiding under the table, and he just sees like a shoe standing there upright. I feel that's just connected to like how what's like in his museum yeah. how it's up upright there, and there's like the same shoe of where it came from, mm. but. Because I think that's always like a really confusing moment. Because yes, uh, spoilers. The monkey goes nuts and starts battering people to death. And yeah. in amongst all this, he sees a shoe standing upright. Like just not laying against the table, just in the middle of the floor, stood up. And it's always like, what? Eh. It's, it's almost just supernatural. Yeah, The shoe is standing up for some reason. But I feel like that's just how it's in his museum. And just how that kind of... When you think back and it, you're picking up things for your current, and then you look back, yeah, and that's how that shoe looks now. But no, um, I love the whole thing with Note where You think, oh, it's a super, it's a, it's a sci-fi, it's a UFO movie.
1: Yeah,
0: like there's gonna be aliens, and there's scenes where you think there is aliens. Yeah, there's like a barn the, with a lights in the barn. Yeah, and that's brilliant because that was like a sh- not a shining moment, like a signs moment. Where it's dark because th- there's not really good light in, and then all of a sudden like this silhouette you've been staring at suddenly moves or the one that you're staring at, another one moves and you're like, oh Christ! Yeah. So.
1: And it turns out that it's, oh, it's gypsies
0: kids. Yeah. <laughs> and it was because just, they took the horse. Aye, being wee scoundrels. Um, but it's just when the film goes off the chain and you realise what that thing in the sky actually is. Yeah. So, um, that's where it kind of takes it up to another level. And I introduced now, like, your right, you've got Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, but I feel that uh, Brandon Pereira, like, Angel, yeah, the, the guy for the guy. tech store, like, is such a brilliant third character. Yeah. Uh, the fact that he, he's, like, really invested in what's going on. He's got such a shitty life at the moment. Like his like his yeah. fiance left him for a CW pilot. <laughs> and um he's like I I think I know what like telling him to watch like ancient aliens and things like this. Yeah. That, oh he's obsessed with aliens as much as as well yeah. they are. And it just made this great dynamic between them. But some shorts that that movie's bloody horrific. Like the that one moment where they're all in the house and it's like almost like, like a blood cloud, it's like a rainstorm of bloods yeah. and all these uh, objects are falling down. Yeah. So it's, it's bits like that where it's just like, God, like the atmosphere and, and some of the visuals yeah. they're given are
1: absolute mental. And I mean, like, I was like, a lot of people were more surprised at the fact that like, he brought in Michael Wincott as a... yeah. yeah like the, the cinematographer director. the ah. director eh? mm-hmm. and like and when he's telling the story uh, the purple people eater yes and uh, he's just got this like
0: uh, it's the, the most graveliest tone yeah up, like, and, like it, he's uh,
1: just not skipped a beat for when like he played like it's a fucking um like Alan Rickman's like counterpart in Prince of Thieves and when he played fucking oh what's his character in The Crow shit I can't remember I um, the crew <coughs> he is a uh, top dollar top dollar that's it mm-hmm. uh, but uh, he's just got this really like husky gravelly voice uh, Yeah.
0: Just... Uh, the most gravelly voice
1: and it's like like emphasizing on, on on like the peas when he's like talking and he's talking about a story and stuff yeah and that's it
0: ah children the end of this podcast eh? <laughs> i'm gonna do less editing to these podcasts <laughs> is what i meant to say but no uh, daniel clear is great in it uh, that snippet that we we taste that we get of uh, keith david yeah it's good start. it's cool but no i think this is like my number one jordan peele movie ah uh? yeah it's it's like get out brilliant i had a great premise well executed us was just about as good, yeah. He's uh, like, he got like more of a studio back and behind him. The film looked more polished, a uh, great concept. To it. The execution was no bad, it wasn't perfect uh, for me, but nope, just fucking nailed it, yeah. And it's it's going to be hard, like, whatever he
1: makes now is in my head is that like, will it be as good as yeah. nope, um, like like what I, what I what i appreciate more about the fact that like <clears throat> it's like like john peele like loves like like practical effects yeah compared to like fucking cgi and stuff
0: hmm.
1: and uh and like did you have you watched any of the features on the disc i've not no i i did buy it like four fortnight ago but i haven't yeah made, i so, had a spin on the special features i had a wee look through the special features the other day and like, like the shot Everything entirely on location, like, at night time. Like, the night shots are, like, are like at night time, you know. Aye. Uh, like, the house is about the house. Yeah. That, um. They're in. Um, and the day, like, they show you how to do, like, the, like the rain. Also, it's raining, but also I think the day with the CGI with the, the redness and that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, how did they, the day the, like, the the UFO, whatever, or ship, whatever they say it is. Yeah. Um... They specialised in, they went to see, like, these, like, like scientists and stuff that have all today with, like, fucking, like, jellyfish and all right. that. all it's all, all emphasising on that. Mm. Um, the scenes where the people are, like, sucked up into the vacuum. Yeah. There's, like, a scene, there's a shot of them, like, oh, they're on this gurney, and like they've actually made the suction thing. Ah, right. And it's like the gun is getting pulled. with people on it, and obviously yeah. he's just filming it with a camera. Aye, Man, and, uh, that's and like the so fact that, like, there's, yeah, it. there's so much stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It's
0: it's like a rare breed of director now that <clears throat> will go. Is that fact that goes to these yeah. efforts? That's that fascinating with the process. Um.
1: So. But I mean, I still, I still laugh at the, the TMZ fucking guy oh, on the bike yeah, on the electric yeah. bike because that's the whole thing. Whenever this like thing appears, it shuts off all and like all and like all electronics. Yeah, <clears> like, like everything, everything MP. turns off. It yeah, and. It's, the guy also wanted to take his helmet off and, that, and he's obviously obsessed with the fucking camera and stuff aye and it's like you get the scene where like they're, he's driving off and it's all like what happens to a motorised a, a electronic bike that's going to run into like an EMP sort of thing exactly and they just they see you shot for like the sight like for the point of view fucking angel and um watching them for the helm yeah it's just the noisy mates with the fucking bike turns off I know it's almost what's that it's not the Wilhelm scream nah but I just <laughs>
0: the guy yeah. flies and hits the yeah. dirt and the guy's is like "Is when um, I can't remember Daniel Kalea's character's name um, yeah, fucking OJ yeah As when he goes over to him and it's like hey dude don't you want to be famous take my picture <laughs> what like just like capture this moment yeah <laughs> and he doesn't want none to do it but that third act is fucking tremendous yeah like, like the, just, whole, the, plan, the whole plan yeah, the whole plan for it is exactly. like really good with like the big inflatables and them up on the hill and uh,
1: yeah. OJ
0: cutting about with Scorpion King Hoodie. Yeah. And just the, the whole plan and even those shots like when uh Kiki's character uh, Emerald. Emeralds. Emerald eye. Aye. And when she's gonna be on the motorcycle at the ends. Yeah. It's so cool. And just the whole third act transformation of um the the ship. Like yeah. how it just changes. And yeah. it's it's ones where I'm still no hundred percent what I'm fucking seeing. Yeah. And but God, I could watch that film regularly easily. Like yeah. this last time just
1: sitting with the lights off that on and just the way it just fucking lights a room. Yeah. When um when I was re watching it the other night, I picked up on what you were saying about how like has that like feel of Jaws Yeah involving like the UFO and stuff. Like you see Aye. because obviously they think of a cloud and all like you see you see it. You Aye. see it in the wee snippets and all like they did it on Jaws. Yeah. Like exactly. you didn't see the full thing until the end.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So know? and that that's I did love it when directors kind of do that where less is more. So I really did I right, know I was <clears throat> I was pleasantly surprised. And the thing is I've seen so many people that have put it on like their worst of the year list. I mean fair enough obviously that's how they feel about it and stuff. But I just don't understand how people can not enjoy, like, in that type of film and stuff. Aye. You know. And that's, that's it. This is easily one of these films that I will
0: push on people and they'll come back going, ah, you overhyped it. Yeah. And I say, well, aye, but I've watched it four or five times. Yeah. And each time I'm really getting into it. So it's, it's going to be a hard one where you have to Sell it to people, but not oversell it. Let them yeah, find it themselves. Yeah. And, because that's definitely, I think I've suggested it to my folks, but I don't think they ever bite. I don't think is one that doesn't doesn't jump at me with just a title.
1: Uh, just nope. Yeah. And I mean, that's what's good really about well, the fact that like whenever you see like Dan Cleary's in the car and it's like, shawty, I'm looking up through the the frame of the car and the door oh, and I, he sees the the ribbon, the bunting. Yeah, aye. and I, I like the fucking horse in that. It's just, like, nope.
0: Oh. Yeah, there's a good three like proper nope moments, and it was just, it was good. It was like even in this when cinema when we saw it, there's a few chuckles at those moments. Yeah, where it just
1: kind of like, fuck that, no chance. Yeah, <laughs> and it's the fact that I, I like the fact that like the name, the name of the ship like Jean Jacket. Yeah, as well. Ah, yeah,
0: After that. One horse that she never got to tame, yeah. type of thing, and it was it was brilliant. I kind of loved everything about that movie, and yeah. it's one of these things it grows when you watch the movie. It's like once I have saw it, I couldn't wait to show my wife it, and then like she wanted to watch it again, and then like, oh, I can't wait to show this to my nephew because he's got his interest in horrors, and I'm like this is intelligent, this is smart. You'll like this. Yeah, this is something fucking different. But uh, yeah. Nope. My yeah. numero uno favourite film of twenty twenty two. Mike, what film do you want to talk about first?
1: Uh, well I'll follow that with my number one of the year and this year has been so fucking hard they're like picking like a top ten of films because I... last year I I'm trying to think like I think maybe there was only two maybe three films on all the films that I seen for twenty twenty one that had mm-hmm. like like five star ratings, yeah. Whereas in my top ten this year I got fucking six. Possibly could go to seven levels there, uh, bump nope up. Mm-hmm. But my number one was um, Robert Eggers' Northman. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I reckon
0: why that's never clicked with me yet. I've not watched it. No watched it yet. no
1: nah. No, nah.
0: Mm. Um, it would probably have to be one of these things where I, I fire on Netflix and it comes up as a suggested title and it's like, oh yeah, I've been meaning to watch that. Yeah. Like, it
1: it's a shame that be... you got rid of your now TV subscription. Is that what now. it's on? Yeah.
0: Okay. Um,
1: does the film have subtitles? Like, is it in English? It's in English. Ah, it's in English. Like, There is like like Viking language and stuff. That's what I was thinking. But it is in English. Yeah. Because you've got, let like, say, Ethan Hawke and the Willem Dafoes and the right. Nicole Kidman's and there. Wow! You know, you know, because that's it. It's led by Alexander, Alexander Skarsgård. Yes, aye. And again, he's like, he's also Swedish, but like he's got a really heavy American accent because obviously he's time in America and stuff. Mm-hmm. But no, I am. Um, I was generally surprised at how fucking good this film was. I mean. What's I'll, what's the plot in the, like a nutshell? Because premise is so um, you get also um, it, it's like a it starts off as um, Ethan Hawke like, like this king, mm-hmm. uh, and he gets betrayed by his brother, right? And the young boy who's obviously Skarsgård is like obviously like playing him as a kid, mm-hmm. he um he vows to get revenge. He runs away and all that and vows to get revenge and comes back later on. Like a few, like maybe like, maybe like 10 years later or so. Aye. And like, I love a fucking good revenge film. Aye. And I, and this is up there with like one of my favourite reve- like revenge films. Oh, decent. And like because it's got like, this whole like Viking like fucking backdrop to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like the fucking the visuals are really good. Right. and uh, that fucking the plot's always a really, really good, like fucking, and then even like um like music setting the fucking but the like the, it's got a slow burn feel to it as well, but it's it's got a satisfying like payoff to, at the end. Aye, that's always one of the films that you watch. It's a slow burn, and then it's just like, oh well, that's that. Mm. Like this one is really f- like, like they go to like the depths of the hell at the end of this one, like Aye. the fucking end of the f- the final battle is like. Like the fighting on a volcano, oh Jesus! Okay, and, uh, and it's fucking unreal. Nice, just how good this film is. Aye,
0: because that's so this is like the director that done Lighthouse. And yeah, Witch. Robert
1: Eggers. Yeah, because um, <clears throat> I only watched The Witch for the first time last year, mm-hmm. and it's all right. Like there is some really good bits to it. It's it's got that oh like fucking weird like. Like language about it, and all it's mm-hmm. English, but like, what like
0: it's not like Shakespearean
1: talk, but no, like they're talking away yeah, of aye. the times, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like the film was all right. There is uh, there is a couple of really good bits in it, but it's one that I probably need to watch again. But it's the same in the lighthouse. Like I fucking, yeah. I, I really enjoyed the lighthouse. Yes, I. Like, I thought it was fucking mad. It was, it was. I, and like it's one that I've been wanting to see for ages now, and I just can't fucking find it to like. I mean, I'll probably need to watch it on the Firestick or something, but I just can't of find it in the shops anyway. Maybe just need to buy it. Mm. But The Northman is fucking just... It's so fucking so well done like for a revenge story and all. Aye. Like, I've seen quite a few people putting this at like, the top of their list and stuff. Was this... A, uh, did you get to catch it in cinemas? I uh, Keno was showing it. All oh, right. I uh, Well, I... I didn't message them but I like they put up a thing saying that they were going to be showing a film and I commented saying oh any chance you're getting the Northman and they said that they were also going to try and see what they can get and then when they announced that they got the Northman they messaged me saying oh look we're getting it Aye. and there was it was upstairs it was on screen too mm-hmm. and there was me and there was another guy there with like his dad and I Aye. and when we came at the film like, the, the guy the the, older, the dad was like oh i like, enjoyed it i was like i fucking really 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 enjoyed it Mm -hmm. you know and i mean again it's because of the way it's set it's no really needing any like cgi or anything like that it's all it's all practical stuff like like they've actually made like so they like they make this like we village so basically when ethan hot dies uh spoilers yeah (laughs) <laughs> uh, i mean it's in the trailer Aye.
0: okay uh, this is all fucking spoilers now so um, all the movies are going to be mentioned in the show post i you've looked at that before you've gone so when line. he
1: goes away obviously fucking his brother like proclaims that he's a king and he who's then the, who's the brother played by it's played by oh what's his fucking it's got a weird weird name it's like clays or something. Hmm. Um, I've no, I didn't recognise him in anything. That's the thing, right? Um, but what's his name? Yes, yeah, it's, it's like Clay's Clay's Bang. Hmm.
0: Doesn't
1: you know? Know. Um, uh, He's a Danish actor. I'm trying to think of he's. He was in that film, The Square. Remember that? Oh. Been advertised. Yeah. A weird film um but yeah he's he's in that i think he played dracula in the bbc adaptation that got released a few years ago oh right yeah but yeah so um he basically claims fucking the land and stuff obviously uh skarsgard card as a kid disappears and like you bet cuts to, like, literally, you see, like, he's rowing, he's rowing this fucking wee canoe, like, like, Vowney's Revenge, mm-hmm. and then it just, like, cuts to him, like, fucking 10 years later, like, a roided fucking Viking oh part aye. of this, like, oh part aye. of this, like, Viking fucking clan. And, like, they're just going around, like, all these territories, like, claiming theirs, and, like, there's, oh. like, kind of just fucking, like, the, the battle shots and that are fucking mm-hmm. unreal and just brutal. Is it, it is it gory? I mm-hmm. mean, there is, like, there is, like, there is a few... Nasty bits, aye. And that, British, it's a typical fucking like Viking type film. Yeah, you know, aye. Raping and pillaging. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> and then he decides to flee, and he jumps on this boat with fucking. He bumps into that Anya Taylor Joy. Oh yeah, Princess and Peach. The, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is that who she is in this. Ah, uh, she's the,
0: the 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 new Super Mario movie. She's Peach.
1: Aye, well she's got some peach in this. Ah. Oh, uh, but anyway, um, so they go to they go back to this land, and they basically they're going to be getting brought in as like workers for this like family, and the family is obviously the brother. Aye. And that. so he makes it clear to fucking like I'm tell Joey's character what his plan is and everything. And it's just, he just systematically, like, breaks the guy's, like, fucking village down. Mm-hmm. With the stuff that he does, and that, like, the fucking cinematography and that is mad. Again, like, the film at at night time and that, they, like, they've created this, like, new village, like, in the fucking mountains. Mm-hmm. And that. And there's, like, a lot of, like, there's this fucking, there's a scene in it involving a fucking skeleton with a sword. Right. And then there's, like, Bjork, Bjork's in it briefly as, like, this oh, fucking, I remember she's got, that. like, she's on a horse. And you know, she's, like, this big, like, Norsk fucking Viking god or something. Right. But, again, it's just because it's, like, fucking, uh, that type of story, like, the film is just, uh, two, two and a bit hours, I think. Yeah, that's, that's a bit the standard news. Yeah. And, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't drag either. I mean, there is a wee bit of slow burn, but... You know also because he's systematically brain doing the guy fucking with everything that he does, he also becomes he helps his uncle's fucking son. Mm-hmm. Like I've like i basically helps him like fucking by not getting him killed or something. And because you getting closer to him he starts to fucking like take everyone apart. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicole Kidman's really good as the as like the mum obviously she's obviously mourning like Ethan Hawke's death and all that, and there's a yeah. lot more to it as the film goes on and stuff because well, okay. she has to she has to father like the brother's kid and all that yeah Um. and again like fucking just the end battle stuff just on that on that fucking mountain on that <clears throat> volcano it's just fucking Aye. brilliant like I didn't actually think it was going to fucking end like on a volcano yeah
0: That's
1: seems I, cool I, I think <clears throat> from, from like the trailer I saw oh, I don't think it <laughs> gave any of that away. Nah. So, I'm definitely more interested now. Yeah. I definitely want to want to check out anyway. Aye. Decent.
0: My second pick for one of my favourite films is um, Bullet Train. Aye. Like I was I, this was one where I was like, if I was ranking it, this would probably be in third place. But it's it's closely ranked alongside that Bj Novak movie Vengeance. Ah, no, I've still not seen that. Yeah. Like that, that's definitely worth a watch. But yeah. God, Bullet Train's such a fun film. Like yeah. it's just like from the trailer, you knew right away like this film is mad. It's loud. It's over the top. You've got Brad Pitt hanging on the outside of this frantic bullet train flying. It's like, that's that's not possible. Like, there's so many yeah. things in this movie. like, that can't happen. But, fuck, you just let away with it. There's, yeah. there's just so much going on where it's like, fuck, this film gets a pass. I will let it just be as mad and as loud yeah. as it gets. Because it's it's just like one of these fucking brilliant uh, like comic book movies. Like I'm one hundred percent convinced that it's, it must be based off like a manga. Because yes, it's set in Japan. It's, it's there's a huge cast of characters. Like how can that not be? Yeah. A whole series of books, but the fucking cast. I mean, Aye. Brad Pitt, uh, Joy King, the like the yeah. lassie. Yeah, the princess. Yes. Uh, aaron taylor johnson brian tenry henry um uh, hiroyuki sanada's in there bad bunnies in there yeah hey uh, the shannon michael shannon yeah uh fucking sandra bullock uh, fucking the he- hero from the tv series heroes Remember uh, when he was relevant? Uh, he's a, he's he's a, a conductor. I t- t- going and
1: collecting tickets, getting really fucking annoyed You've got about. a really funny fucking cameo with Channing Tatum. <laughs> yes.
0: <Yeah. laughs> um, is it Zazie Beats is in there. Ah, uh, yeah, aye. she turns up. Like, there's a whole fucking lot of people in there, but... Um, so, it, it's like one of those lucky number 11, Pulp Fiction, where it's just this huge ensemble cast. And lots of fucking crazy things happen. And, yeah, it's it's just the fucking bromance between Aaron Taylor-Johnson and uh, Brian uh, Tyree Henry.
1: And, uh, lemon and Tangerine. Exactly. Yeah, they're funny.
0: They fucking yeah. make this movie. They stole it. Like, just yeah. their antics constantly bickering between each other. The whole... Uh, analogies behind Thomas the tank engine. Ah uh, yeah. Like, Him there's stickers. You're set. a Gordon,
1: you're a Percy, you yeah, fucking... you never want
0: to come across a diesel. Yeah. And it's just like you just think they're sitting spewing absolute nonsense. Yeah. And at that moment where you see the person with the diesel sticker on them. Yeah. And you know <laughs> it's like, oh that's like that they are a diesel. Fucking yeah. Get rid of them. And it's just such <laughs> like a simple concept where Brad Pitt's character is just like this gun for hire, but he seems to have come off a break and he's now got the real Zen life. He's like yeah. he just wants to chill, don't want to do anything. I'm just here to grab a bag, get off the train. That's it. And it's quite
1: it's quite goofy in this. Hey? Like he, aye. like I think like I think the other uh, side characters were more. Entertaining to watch yeah. rather than Brad because he's quite clumsy. Yeah, but then maybe that's why it's written because Aye. he he because they make it clear that he wasn't the original. Yes. The, oh yeah. Ah, that's the good. other cameos. Yeah. Ah, those,
0: those guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, nah, it's just um, Ryan Reynolds. I was wanting yeah, to Ryan say Reynolds. Kevin Hart, but that was like another fucking. That was like him cameoed in was that not like the fucking Fast and Furious spin-off movie
1: ah uh, yeah he, he
0: cameos yeah. and so does Ryan Reynolds and yeah aye but yes aye Ryan like it was like one of those moments where is that, right? the guy's going to take over his hand. was like fuck it'll probably be like Ryan Reynolds like oh it fucking is of course it yeah. is like who else like ultra famous could you get to show up for one scene so mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I just love it, right? He's here to do one thing, and then he cannot get off this train to save himself. He's constantly being confronted, or he's getting blocked in, and he's just stuck. And between that and um, as we said, Lemon and Tangerine, they're yeah. like F1's got their own objectives, but it's all wired together. There's F1's paths cross and there's a reason for everyone to be on this bloody train. Yeah. And apart from but, <clears> um <throat> that, that dude is, is ready to do anything for some money. Yeah. And oh, it's, it's just that fucking trailer. Like, the brilliance of um, Tangerine and Brad Pitt's character. I think it was like Ladybug, they call him. Yeah. Or Ladybird. And they're having a fight in the quiet section of the train and there's this one woman going, shh. And uh, they're sitting yeah. like chapping each other's hands in like a laptop kicking each other under the table like pistol weapon, and it's just it's almost just like a goofy advert and they freeze whilst so a woman tells them off and then I can't imagine I feel like Brad Pitt tells her to get fucked and she's like <gasps> and yeah oh, but there's just the fucking lemon tangerine are
1: so fucking good in that movie yeah like I, I like as well the fact that like every character that gets introduced they have a wee a wee slight fucking backstory. Yes. How everybody's connected. Like, when you get introduced to Bad Bunny's character, you find out that he's wanting revenge because fucking Brad Pitt, like... Poisoned his fucking wife at the wedding, but then you find out that uh, wasn't it wasn't him that poisoned. It was fucking ZZ Beats's character exactly, that had all the, the poison stuff. Then you got the fucking the snake that's loose in the train as well. Aye, like, there's so many fucking wild cards. Like the the, f- like when you I forget about. when I watched film, like, I just instantly thought it reminded me of fucking Smoking Aces. That's yeah, another good example. And uh, like just all these cast of fucking colorful like fucking characters, like all Coming in, this one area to try and hit one objective.
0: Aye.
1: And, uh, and I mean, like, like some of the fucking, like, the violence on it is pretty fucking, pretty hard, like. Yeah. And that's uh, All these films nowadays. But again, it's, it's got that comic book, like, comic book feel to it. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Aye. And, but that's it. All these films nowadays
0: always come with this John Wick-esque style of violence. Yeah. it's ultra hard-hitting, fast. People are, like, everyone's getting punched in the throats. Like, it's just... Every, yeah. like, everything looks so fucking sore. It's like, oh, like, his fight with Bad Bunny and the amount of times where somebody hits their neck off of something. and Yeah. And even just for the, the the comedic bits where, like, he's dead, but he'll still fall and face plant on a table.
1: Yeah. And are like, ah, oh,
0: for fuck's sake.
1: Like, there's a him up to be a, a couple of films I've watched recently where, like, somebody's fighting with somebody and, like the antagonist or whatever will grab the like person fighting's like jaw Ah. and will just throw him to the ground and they'll land like fucking neck first
0: yeah and the body uh, follows body. and it's Ah. just like yeah it's that's it's almost like one it's not
1: like cartoon violence but it's it's just like you, you can sort of get it's almost like there's a wee bit of like slapstick, especially with the lemon and tangerine stuff oh like that montage of them it's like we killed 16 people uh, No, we killed 17 yeah, 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 yeah. fuck yeah. you yeah. I
0: count it. we killed 16 yeah. and then you get that montage and they're in the montage counting the numbers out for you yeah and then they accidentally bump into some kind at the end yeah it's, uh, it's good they were such a good pair yeah
1: I was, I was quite surprised at Bullet Train. Like, I mean, like, my mate Tom fucking hates it. He uh, hates it. Like, like doesn't even find Lemon and Tangerine funny. I'm like, how do you not find them funny or entertaining?
0: I don't know. Just, I don't know. Oh, and, like, genuinely when, like, cards, like, when certain characters die in it, you're like, oh, no. Denny, like, let Lemon and Tangerine live, please. Yeah. Take the rest. I don't give a fuck about it. The rest. I'm even like the little Japanese kid in the hospital. Fuck him. Give me more screen time <laughs>
1: with lemon and tangerine. I forgot that a little bit. See the uh, see the, the kid's dad. Who's yeah. who's he? Because he uh, like, Andrew Koji. What's he? Yeah, because I, I feel He's, he uh, only ten films
0: to his filmography: Bullet Train, Fast and Furious Six, Snake Eyes, uh, Boy Kills the World, uh, GI Joe Three. I guess when that happens, Uh He's got a uh, uh, Seneca on the creation of earthquakes. A John Malkovich movie. A uh, 20th Century Boys, A Last Hope. Mm. Uh, fight,
1: fight, beat. <laughs> uh, he's not got a lot to his name, actually. Yeah, I never, I never actually seen that Snake Eye. That's like Henry Golden. Ah, uh, GI Joe spinoff. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but nah this is it I mean like Hiroyuki Sanada's
1: like yeah, uh, 87 fucking... credits to his name he's starting to shop in a lot because he was in the Mortal Kombat adaptation for mm-hmm. the year before eh?
0: yeah I mean the man's fucking done it all I think what's it he's got to be in the next John Wick yeah, yeah. he's yeah I mean it's, it goes back as far as like the ring I think he was even like in Hong Kong films like Ninja and the Dragon's Den like, he was an absolute teenager in that movie, but there he is, uh, crossing swords with Jeremy Renner in Endgame. Like, he was one of the, the Japanese assassins, oh, or Yakuza, right, oh. that he was fighting when uh, Hawkeye shows up. Oh, That's Hairu I didn't even, notice, I didn't he was even him notice him. Crossing swords with... If only he had a snowplow, he would have beaten him. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so, Bullet Train, fucking riot of a film. Yeah. Really entertaining. Um,
1: Where did that sit in your... Um, I'll put that at number three. Aye. Uh, yeah. That was in my top ten. It's now Is it not... it just been nudged out? Yeah, a couple of films been nudged out. And I've had like a top top 15. There would been a couple of films in it, but... You know...
0: Yeah, that's it. Like, when like, we start planning, like, this is 23rd of January. Yeah. So we've had, like, an extra 20 odd days to squeeze in films from 2022. Yeah. Because sometimes I feel like, right, when it comes to the 1st of January, you must lock in your top 10, and that's it. And, yeah. And frozen and carbonite. But uh, if you end up seeing something that's really fucking good, and you're like, ah, shit, that's changed
1: it. But I think uh, it's... Open until we do the podcast, and then that's it. Yeah, I, that's what I've done Also, of the time. I've got off. I've tried to watch a few films that I missed, like The Woman King. Yeah, uh, I watched that Bones and All, um The Forgiving Kind that one way, Jessica Chastain and Ray Fines. Hmm. Um, I've still not seen Elvis yet. I've been wanting to saying... watch it, but I've still not seen it yet. I from this
0: year, I think I've only watched three films. From last year, um, which could have changed my. Uh, yeah. I've not done a top ten list, but yeah. um, I've more or less just got three for this podcast, and I know that's my yeah. three. But I've how seen how
1: many films for twenty twenty two have you seen? That's a good question. Um, I'm sure letterbox will tell me. Yeah.
0: Uh, so I'll do it there. Twenty two show uh, watched. I thought it was going to give me a number.
1: It should on your stats. Oh, it does it. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you go to your twenty twenty two stats, it would say twenty twenty two other, and then click on the twenty twenty two the wee pie chart hang, It should tell you the numbers, the percentage. Yeah, fuck thought like that's beyond me. Um, I've definitely
0: watched a lot. But I'm I'm blanking on figuring that out. Um, But, I mean, for the phones I I squeezed in this year, um, I mean, prior to recording this, I watched uh, Smile, Elvis, and uh, The Menu. Speaking of Princess Peach. Yeah. um, so, the, menu, but actually, the
1: menu broke my top ten this year. Did it? Yeah. Okay. Margaret really enjoyed it. I, I, it, was, it was definitely a film. I fuck, I thought it was really good. Like I just I could
0: not tell you where that film was going. Yeah. Nicholas Holt, Anna Taylor Joy, uh, Ralph Fiennes. It like it yeah. was. It was good. It was just like one of these ones where like this film's bonkers.
1: Yeah. I quite liked the the Asian like manager at the restaurant. She was the quite woman, good. I Yeah. And I heard we scuffle in the in the kitchen one Taylor Joy and I ah, was quite good, but no, it was
0: just so fucking random. It was just something completely original, never seen anything yeah. like that before. So it was pretty cool. I think I, a guy at my work asked me, like, because it's on Disney Plus, which yeah. is even better when it's so easily accessible. I know. And somebody was like, "Oh, what is that? And it?" And it's like, ah, don't want to give it away, but it's a bit like um, Ratatouille meets Charlie and Chocolate Factory equals Battle Royal. Like, what?
1: Like, hi, that's all you need to know. <laughs> like people like have it as like, like class as like a horror. Like, I don't think it classes a horror as no, it kind of but it's a satire. Yeah, like it, it becomes thrilling, I guess. Yeah. And maybe like, it's kind I've of I've seen people like class Violent Night as a horror, Like, That is not a horror. No. That's, Fair enough. There is some really fucking dark, like grim, fucking bits and that, but that is not horror. Yeah, but it that that itself is a
0: huge fucking satire and fucking yeah Christmas movie. Yeah. Well, um. So yes, it's now time for you to tell us our, your next film.
1: Yeah. So my number two film. Happens to be my number two film of the year and it's one that I have pushed on you since the fucking minute I have seen it. And that is Matt Reeves is the Batman. Aye that, that like, film came Like in. how have you not fucking watched this film yet?
0: That's, that's,
1: that's... Is it is are you intimidated with the runtime? No, I forgot, I've actually forgotten what, what the run time is. 175 like, minutes. So it's under three hours? Yeah. Alright. That's like 160 or something, 167, then you get the credits. Uh, Meh. I mean, it's definitely, I feel like I've been saying all year, I'll get there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I've been saying I'll get there for Okja, for how many years has that been going? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, see, it, it happens. It's like I'm definitely going to get there. It's immediately
0: accessible. It's like I know exactly where it is in my living room. Sure. It's just I've just not got there yet. Yeah, I just decided to watch the Big Lebowski instead. I'm kind of argue. So, um, but yeah, it's like I'm glad it, it's ranked highly on your list. Yeah, um, because I, I've I've heard uh, it's a mixed bag. I've heard people saying it's fucking brilliant. I've heard folk just saying, ah, it's not enough of this, or it's not enough of that, or it's not their cup of tea. But, I mean, all the build-up to it, I was looking forward to it. And it was just something about it. I was like, I was out of town or something when it came out. I feel like I was on holiday or something, and I came back, and I missed the local cinema run. And I thought, ah, I'll, I'll get it when it's, it shows up online. And, and, yeah, I just never got around to it. Yeah, but um, so that's I have no input. Don't you dare dive in that puddle of piss!
1: Yeah, <laughs> silly little dog. Right. Um, so, what do you like about it? Oh, like it's a, it's such a different Batman story. It's mm-hmm. it's not your typical like fucking. I mean, obviously, like every like so like the Tim Burton Batman films are completely different to the Christopher Nolan ones. Yep. And all that. So this one is completely different to fucking them. So this is, this is it focuses more on like on the detective story because oh. in the comics Batman was a det- was a detective in his earlier days. Mm-hmm. Like, you know like, he was always like helping fucking the police solve crimes and shit. And it's just it's such a darker comic book film. Mm-hmm. You know, like also oh, the so the. Uh, Rob Patterson's uh, portrayal now so he plays the Batman, he's only only been Batman for a couple of years. Right. So he's still trying to figure shit out. Yeah. You know? So like, <clears throat> like you see him experiencing like mistakes that he makes. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's not just a case of oh I'm gonna do this and it's all gonna work out and stuff. Like he generally makes mistakes yeah. in the decisions that he makes in the films mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, like the the best way you can describe it is like it's like a comic book film where, like, a fucking... It's like Batman putting, like, the world of like, seven. Like, a fucking... Right. Like, a, a, dark, a dark, fucking dark, twisty, like, fucking detective like, world and mm. you know? Um, like, even, like, with the world building and stuff. Like, obviously, you got fucking... Jeffrey Wright plays... Uh, commissioner? commissioner Gordon. Aye. This is before he's commissioner, obviously. Okay. Um... You've got Andy Serkis as Alfred. Yeah. Uh, you've got a fucking very unrecognisable Colin Farrell as oh, the yeah. Penguin, who, yeah, yeah. like, like I must have taken a good couple of hours to fucking put on the shit for him, like, because he looks unrecognisable in it. Uh, John Turturro is in there as Carmine Falcone. Oh cool. Um, also, you've got... Uh, oh, Dano. Yeah, that like, even though like, I fucking love this one, that is like my one small gripe is the fact that they advertised him as like the Riddler, yeah, and all that. Like everybody knew who the Riddler was, and stuff. I reckon if they made that a bit more, if they made that, if they kept that hidden, mm-hmm. and they revealed that in the film, and maybe would have had a bit more uh, impact. Mm-hmm. But all because I all I remember is that you had his... Uh... <sighs> question mark in the cappuccino film. yeah aye. and but like you didn't see a lot of the like riddler in the film obviously yeah I mean, like, the film the film literally cuts to like the film sort of the film starts and, like also like it's a shot the riddler and he does his first like first like fucking crime or whatever mm. and like this the stuff he does is like he's targeting like fucking like powerful members of, like gotham and all that eh uh, you've got fucking Peter Skarsgård in there who's like the mayor. I'm sure he's the mayor. I'm right. pretty sure he is. Um, Zoe Kravitz is fucking... Oh, Selena Kyle. Kyle. And that. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I think that might be but it. Robert Patterson. Does it do good? I I mean, I quite, I quite like him. And as this one. Like, he's a... He's a good Batman. Like, you did see him much as Bruce Wayne. You didn't see a lot of like the Bruce Wayne stuff. This is more emphasising on like Nighttime Batman being like fucking like, helping the police. Like, he's in his mm-hmm. suit a lot more. Like you do yeah. see him like when he's out of like, like a funeral procession and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like you do get bits like you get like the whole you get the wee kind of bit of the story where him talking about Alfred and how Alfred's kind of looked after him after his like parents died and yeah. stuff like that. Um, like the cinematography is fucking. I'm pretty sure the film. Something that's in Glasgow, that they know? Yeah, like are. you could tell at some shots. And mm-hmm. uh, when they're going around, you can tell where about in Glasgow. That's and stuff. Aye, of course. Um, like some of the fucking like the the story is like fucking as it progresses, and like when you when you finally find out like what the Riddler's like main plan is. Mm-hmm. It's mad, and I'm really hoping. Or I'm, I'm kind of glad that this hasn't fallen into the whole fucking oh, the disaster, gun. the whole disaster of Warner Bros. Because ah yeah yeah. Well, what I'm, I'm not going to spoil this, but what happens in this towards the end makes for a very fucking interesting Gotham in right. the next instalment. Yeah, providing over the date. And that's it. It's,
0: I've, I've seen things in the last few weeks that Matt Reeves is like working on the sequel to Batman and yeah. it is getting a pardon for like the whole James Gunn taking over the DC yeah. cinematic universe and he's just letting them do their own thing yeah much the same as like the sequel to the Joker yeah and they're just like go do your own thing you just know what you're doing I'm not gonna come and cancel your
1: projects yeah Um like even like, fucking, like the is fucking mad like some of the colour schemes in it and, it, and mm. like there's a shot towards the end with they at, like, Gotham Stadium, which is meant... It's, like, Gotham Square Garden. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, uh, like, a direct, direct copy right there, yeah. Know? And, like, there's a shot involving, like, a flare. Mm-hmm. and hmm And there's, it's, like, dark, fucking dark area. Cool. And, like, the light, like, just... The whole tone of it is so fucking... So bad. It's, like, slightly, like... Again, like, also, like, the... Like the Riddler's, like stuff that he does in it has like echoes of like seven, Right. And I like see so the, the games that he plays with fucking. I mean, this isn't like Jim Carrey's like the Riddler.
0: Yeah, of you
1: course. Know, this is a lot more dark, a lot oh, more right. serious. And and I mean, even for the runtime, like there there is like there, there's not a whole lot of action, but when there is, though, like mm-hmm. it is really enjoyable. Like the fucking the Batmobile sequence is fucking mad. yeah oh, uh, because like, what
0: was it, like a Dodge Charger or something?
1: Ah, like yeah, it probably is my favourite Batmobile, like... It does, it looks so fucking cool. For the trailer, I remember, yeah,
0: where it's like there's a big explosion that cuts to the shot oh, of nice. Colin Farrell's penguin going... <laughs> and yeah. then it's like... Boom, it fucking jumps yeah. out of the flames. It's
1: like some a shot out of Christine, where it just comes fucking yeah. flying out like a bat yeah. out of hell. And, and I mean, like, even the music for it is fucking really good. And ah, okay. you know, I like, you talk about, like... Like Hans Zimmer stuff that he done for the Nolan yeah. ones and it, Like right. the guy done this one's Michael like, Giacchino or something like that. He's done. Oh, right. He's done a few stuff. Mm. Uh, his like score for this is like really good. Mm. And I, by like I fucking I've watched the uh, I've watched it two or three times now, and. I need to actually decide on where it's going to be, like in my like Batman rankings. Oh yeah, yeah, but I've seen I've seen some people say that this is their favorite version of the Batman. Mm-hmm. And then I've, again, you've seen people saying that this is fucking again. That's no. Ah, this is goth emo pesh. And, yeah.
0: Uh, who, why the fuck have they put Twilight in this? And that's the, the boy's redeemed himself.
1: Like, oh yeah, we, I mean, I mean, look at fucking um, like good time. Good time, Oh, good time. Fucking phenomenal. I love that film. Like lighthouse, lighthouse. Uh, that uh, one he done with a uh, Netflix film he done with Tom Holland and all that, and Jason Clarke. Ah, um, oh, fuck me, oh. plays like the plays like the the priest, the minister sort of thing. Um, it's got um fucking bill skarsgård and uh um who else is in it this is uh,
0: harry potter and the goblet of fire no (laughs) uh the devil the the devil all the time that's it you seen that yet no no i've seen new moon though is that close enough (laughs) This is yeah. <laughs>
1: the whole time is fucking dark. It's the shit that goes on again. It's like a I two and a bit hour film. I fucking forgot about that film.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, but nah, like good and time then, and, and then, uh, lighthouse tenant and tenant as well. Like Tenet. just uh, that's it, Like like I still fucking I still like reading like like small snippets of people's like theories on like how Tenet is uh, and, yeah. I, and I'm like I'm gonna go back and watch it and see if. Aye, see if this happens, see if this is what, what the plan is yeah. and stuff, because it's fucking, yeah. I know. I quite like, I quite like, like, I watched, the other one that I watched them in, eh, uh, High Life, it was a strange one. Ah, uh, yeah, I've never seen that one.
0: Yeah. But I'm aware of it.
1: Yeah, I remember that poster.
0: Yeah.
1: That's uh, a strange film, like. Mm-hmm. Uh.
0: Yeah, I... Um, i watch it this year.
1: Yeah, I... 2023 uh, sh- is sh- sh- the year surely, of the Batman. That was... Yeah. I mean... The Barons are probably no... Nah, they're not bothered. Nah. Nah, they sp- Even at the runtime time as well. Yeah, you know? that's it. Even with
0: like the new Slater Marvel movies, I reckon if they'll even be bothered to see those this year. Yeah. Like, if it, the, the sense of dread that you get for like, Ant-Man and... Um, I think Guardians even has like a darker feel whereas like Christ it looks like they're going to kill Rocket Raccoon and, like,
1: yeah, I wonder if they'll kill Avdrat because also it's going to be Batista's
0: last I, yeah I don't see them doing any more Guardians after this mm. but um, yeah it's, it's definitely a serious tone to the Marvel slate this year from from what it looks like just now
1: yeah but
0: um, we'll go on to my third film yeah yeah it's it's probably obvious, like, looking back, I think on the films of 2021 podcast with me, you and Smithy, uh, I mentioned my three films I was looking forward to that year were Clerks 3, Yeah. Jackass Forever, Yeah. And Everything Everywhere All at Once. Right. And I, I, I guess my my hunch or suspicions was right that everything, everywhere, all at once is a fucking phenomenal film. Like, absolute fucking mental mad as a box of frogs, like, swimming in LSD and fucking throwing against a white canvas and fucking glitter and confetti and just like, I would love to know how the hell that the Daniels pitch this idea? Came up with this idea, like when did like what drugs were they on? Yeah. when it just clicked, and he's like, "Aye, a bagel with everything on
1: it." <laughs> and it like, what? It's uh, it's almost just. And we're gonna have hot dog fingers, and we're gonna yeah. have fucking dildos and assholes and all that. The, the most the most the craziest. Um, possibly
0: Oscar-nominated and mother daughter movie of all time. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna bring short round in for it as well. Oh, exactly. And it's, it's just this film where it's like the more I, I watch it and find out more about it, just like ah, oh, this is so fucking wholesome. Like the fact that it, it has given that career revival to Key Hoy Quan. Yeah. Um. And oh, it's just such a fucking bonkers film. Uh, and I'm so glad that, like, this role was given to, like, to Michelle Yao, like, an actress that kind of, like, who, like, years ago, I mean, I did, like, a podcast on Fire uh, where we watched Tai Chi Master, which was Jet Li and Michelle Yao. And that was probably last August, like, before, sorry, a year before that, Um And I would just on a huge rant where I I was saying like Michelle Yeoh is a national treasure. This woman has done so much for Hong Kong cinema. She's went across America. She's done that. She's done the Bond girl thing. Like she's made this mark. Yeah. And then like months later, the fucking trailer for everything everywhere all at once come out, and it's like holy shit! Like she's going to get a lot of attention from this film. And now she's like a Golden Globe award winning actress. And it's like, fuck, this, I think she's getting her flowers. Like, this is uh, it. Like She's been around forever and yeah. this is it. She's getting the recognition she deserves through the most battiest fucking film. Yeah. I mean, s- simply, it's, it's almost like a mother who, like with her husband, run a, a laundry business. Yeah. They've got her Daughtery old dad, (laughs) James James Hong. Hong. Um, (laughs) She's got a rebellious young lesbian daughter um, who she doesn't approve of her lifestyle. And of course, the daughter hates the mum. And oh fuck, the taxes are due. And it's a lot, it's a fucking mess. And they have to like spin all these plates and get there to fucking Jamie Lee Curtis. to have a look at all the tax forms, and she's no fucking happy. And she's like, she's all grumpy. She's got a big sagging tits. And she's, there, she's got a weird little dildo awards for being the fucking best at her job. She's got a bowl cut. She's fucking a, a, like, like, I think everyone knows someone like her type of character. Like, we've all met someone like that in our life. Yeah. We're just like, oh, like, a fucking total jobs worth, and yeah, it's almost like she has a mental breakdown. But it's
1: it's, it's almost turns into like the Matrix. Aye, like where her husband just suddenly because you goes, see him, um, you see the camera zooming in on the CCTV. Yeah, um, and The, the dryer, Yeah,
0: and he's doing flips over the fucking tumble dryers, and even when they're in an the elevator of like the the the, the tax building. And he like, it just his whole demeanor changes Because he just this relaxed Slubby little guy And then up straight Glasses off Opens the umbrella Covers the camera Puts on
1: Like um like Bluetooth headsets. Yeah
0: exactly And then puts them on her And quickly tells it Right You need to follow this path And it's all the weird Fucking triggers That they get people to do To connect Or to sync up yeah. For this weird To channel your inner powers Because it's like Jet Li's the one like there's this multiverse yeah, of so many. I'm people. sure
1: I'm sure when I reviewed it, I'm sure I reviewed it as like the better version of the Multiverse of Madness.
0: It came out the same fucking week as well. I think I was at the cinema with you on Monday seeing Multiverse of Madness. Then that Sunday I was in Nogia and done Dunfermline with my wife seeing this. And it's like, Is this like the the Dante's peak to Volcano? Is this Deep Impact and Armageddon? What we got what's going on here? Two multiverse movies the same week. And at the start of the week, Multiverse of Madness was fucking crazy. And then yeah. at the end, like, when I saw that, Multiverse of Madness is tame. Like, imagine if that had the balls to sh- do half the things that uh, yeah. everything did. And it it's just, like, just the whole... God, it is. I could just sit and mumble about this for fucking ages, but all the people... When they want to sync up to their weird powers, like the cringiest uh, moment of this movie is the paper cuts. Yeah, like for him to sync up to, let's say, get martial arts powers. Is that right? Fucking paper cut like between your fingers eight times, and yeah. he's constantly doing it. It's, like, it's not working, it's not, and it's just yeah. the sound design. Is uh, like, uh, like,
1: it reminds the, you, of fucking, uh, reminds you of the first Jackass film that did yeah, the paper with cuts with sandpaper. Yeah, uh, and it's like. Oh, yeah. And it is,
0: it's just like I'm just sitting squirming like a fucking bear and watching that. Going, oh, no fucking hell, Danny. He? And like, do what he did to begin with, like, where he's starting to fight with security and he takes out the lip balm and eats it all. He's,
1: I uh, eats the balm. <laughs> and he's like,
0: what? And he's sitting grabbing all the fucking all the stones out of the fish tank and fill in yeah. his fanny pack with it so he can make it a more fucking deadly weapon when he quips st- it around. I still
1: laugh at the bit where, uh, obviously he, obviously key on Kwan's fucking told her that she has to make a decision and Jamie Lee Curtis is like walking towards her. Aye. Thinking that she's like the evil deer and she just fucking sucker punches her. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and it's because she forgot her
0: fucking trolley. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's just like, <laughs> the things where is that right if you want to more or less join the make it's like change shoes put them on the wrong feet think where you want to be yeah it's just so fucking bonkers it's brilliant like uh, again another film I would push at people but it's so fucking wild I yeah. don't expect anyone to watch it like I maybe yeah. if it gets Oscar attention and people will say to me what's this fucking film about yeah and I'll be like, ah, oh, I've been made as, ah, oh. like I did if I could convince my parents to watch that. It's gonna to yeah. be too fucking.
1: I've seen a couple of a couple of my pals and stuff like I've watched it, or yeah. some of them I've not even like. Some of them like purposely won't watch it because it's a twenty four.
0: Yeah, I uh that to go to that stage now, where yeah, kind of fuck that brand. Yeah, Jesus, um, and it is, but there's so much to this fucking
1: film. The 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 Rakakuni. Oh, my God. Like universe. I fuck it I love... Because I'll say that. It's like a bit of foreshadowing on the film where she's describing Ratatouille. Yeah. But she says Rakakuni. <laughs> it's the bit where she just goes in the kitchen and the raccoons on his it's head. head. Oh, <laughs> no. I was fucking howling when I rewatched that last night because I forgot about that bit. It's
0: yeah. when...
1: <laughs> Cause that's it. and it's like it's like an animatronic, like a raccoon as well. Like, yeah. it doesn't even look like it's a digital one. No, and it's the, the the first shot when they're
0: in like that restaurant where they're sitting, like chopping the food at the table, and Michelle Yao's fucking up, and the guy's like, "Come on, you gotta be like Ricky." And it yeah. cuts to him, and you can see he's got a big beaver tail hanging from his <laughs> hat, and you're like, "It was there all along." How, like that was it like, when yeah. you watch it again, you just see it. It's, like, of course, there's a giant fucking raccoon yeah. hiding under the chef's hat.
1: But like even like even some of the fucking like fight choreography is like really well yes. done. Aye, exactly. And uh, uh,
0: fucking of course Michelle Yeoh is perfect in that. I mean fucking F one in the last year, I got to see her uh do like uh, Supercop, Police yeah. Story three with that coming out in like four K and Blu ray. Yeah. Like seeing her doing those motorcycle stunts onto moving trains, like to uh, like, see that like she was doing all that stuff back then, of course she could fucking throw down now and yeah. do a lot of stunt work.
1: Well, fight geography at least. I hope she's you know throwing herself around. But um Yeah. Well the one was Jamie, he's quite into his like Korean stuff then. and he's like he got like that yes madam. Oh, yeah. Aye. And, uh, and he's ordered... Um, it's like, the of Line of Duty movies, Royal Warriors. Aye, It's, yeah, all, it's got got all a like,
0: series. Aye,
1: aye, yeah. So, like, there's... Like, and I mean, like, like you're saying, but then he he loves, like, the fucking Cynthia Rothrock Roth stuff. Like, aye. I've got um, one of the Vinegar Syndrome releases, and then he in, he imported the 4Ks of Martial Law 1 and 2. Aye. And, uh, but he loves, like, the sort of fucking, like, cheap mm. fucking Kung Fu films. Yeah. Aye, that's it.
0: It's a huge nostalgia hit for people, but all these fucking labels like Eureka and 88 Films have timed it perfectly for like re releasing Michelle Yao movies, just as this is going to be the year where she gets so much like Uh, award attention because it's like, oh fuck, you loved her then, look at her back in the day doing all this shit. Um, But no, it's even just that all the fleeting moments with these universes, the film's definitely, it's two hours. It's, two hours and, no, it's
1: like two hours, 20 or something Yeah, but like it's
0: almost like 20 minutes of credits or something. It feels like it's maybe no more than two hours and ten uh, when you watch it. And it's just all the different universes when you get these moments where the story will actually switch over and we get to see the story of like the Sausage Finger people yeah and it's like okay that's weird and then when they start squirting condiments from their fingertips like that's gross what the fuck because there's like some sort of a uh, knockoff of the king and i
1: on uh, the tv yeah, on the telly,
0: where she was kind of enamored like that could have been her she always wanted to yeah because in just... that
1: universe she's like in, in a relationship with fucking jimily curtis's character yeah, and all that aye. Yeah. and it's just like just little like Snippets to start
0: with, where yeah. you kind of see them and they're falling out, and it's like a couple that's just going through a rough patch. And then it's at like one moment you just get five minutes of them, and like they're sitting on the couch together, and uh, Jamie Lee Kurtz is playing piano, but they've got silly sausage fingers. Yeah, they're, they're fucking playing with her feet. And then you get flat, that,
1: you get that bit as well where she jumps the universe, and like it shows you like. Had it like the award bit yeah, so
0: she was like an actress. I know that. Aye, an award winning actress and Kehoi Kwan's
1: character uh, was like the boyfriend she left behind. I wish they could have fucking like implemented like fucking data for the Goonies or fucking <laughs> short round friend Lana Jones into, into all that stuff I, like I not been... Like all the flashbacks when they're teenagers and they've not de-aged
0: them at all. Yeah. They're still <laughs> a couple in their forties but dressed as fucking ten like in primary I, mean, I think the only
1: one that slightly at the age was James Horn because he's getting on like Aye. I, I never noticed. Um but I wouldn't be surprised either. Um
0: but aye, all those moments where it was like the movie premiere and they run out and they're sitting questions like what if what would my life been of like, like if we just uh, went to America and uh, done laundry and taxes yeah. and kihoy says like i would have happily lived that life i would love to spend my life doing laundry and taxes with you and it's like fucking hell like it, it's a it's an emotional film and like moments like that it feels like it's something out of like a Wong car why movie like in the mood for love like, yeah. when the change universes like cinematography changes as well like uh-huh. those moments are so cinematic um and then just my obsession with the sausage finger people <coughs> is the fact that she's sitting playing piano with her feet and yeah she's like through the normal scenes jamie lee curtis his has character he's got the wrist guard yeah carpal tunnel yeah and then when it cuts to her playing the piano with the feet, she's got, got one on her. on her foot and it's like oh the fucking details are so fucking clever like ah
1: oh, it's i fucking adore this movie um as well as the fucking scene where there are the two rocks, and I was just sitting. I ah, still fucking laugh at that.
0: Where yeah. they were just like, let's just be rocks. And they are sitting making jokes or trying to move towards each other. And it's just text, it's just like when seeing that in the cinema, it's so fucking weird because it's just this huge screen, it's a huge landscape,
1: almost like the Grand Canyon. And yeah. Just two
0: rocks and just little lines of text on screen. Fuck, we're just
1: giggling. The the, the, the the false end of the film as well, like an hour and a half in as well. Yeah, I where that's so it. They talk about every time you do your
0: your. it's not like a time jump, but they're saying it's like a, a pot that cracks, and eventually <sighs> it's all going to spill out. But oh, there's so much I could talk about this film, and I mean, even just like the staircase towards the end where she has to fight to get to the top to get to her daughter. But she's fighting, she's choosing to be kind. Yeah. And it's like two people grabbing them, and it flash forwards and she's marrying them, and they're happy. And then there's a guy that's got like a neck problem she cry chops and <laughs> adjusts the fucking neck. yeah, it? yeah. Uh, everything, or, everything that she does helps him. Yeah, or the businessman and then it turns out she's a dominatrix, spanking him on the ass. Uh. <laughs> and, uh, the, well, the best facts was like, that's one of the Daniels, one of the directors is a dominatrix guy. Like the sub. <laughs> it was, of course. It was, like, it was like, wait, you've written this movie just so you could get your ass spanked by Michelle Yeah. was like Yes, let's make it <laughs> <laughs>
1: He doesn't need to pitch that idea. Exactly. It's like and there's butt plugs. That's <laughs> <laughs> the fucking oh, that's the bite scene where yeah. the guy's the on his guy, ass yeah. jumping
0: his bare ass trying to land on <laughs> on Jamie Lee the, Curtis's award. fucking little black yeah, it's a total
1: butt plug like
0: yes aye and it is it's when they're fighting and they're going about bit and they're censored oh like yeah censored, the blurred is genitalia but there's still this very obvious plaque hanging out his butt yeah and then the other guy's shoved like a, what looks like a whole fucking lava
1: lamp up his ass <laughs> they're like what yeah what <laughs> right it's a fucking it's a strange I mean I watched it last night and unfortunately I didn't enjoy it as much you know, as the first time but i still yes. I still enjoyed it Aye, but i just i kind of i, I kind of thought a wee bit i kind of slowed down a wee Aye. bit in the middle like the first the first hour flew by and i yeah. was like oh i was like can, i might actually end up enjoying this a bit more but i kind of just slightly slowed it a wee bit in the middle yeah and, and that's that. it there is a lot
0: going on and but even mm. the the daughter what's it Jojo or uh, Jobu Dukaki, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like just all that stuff. Like, there's so much to this film I enjoy, but it's definitely not going to be everyone's cup of tea yeah. as well. It's going to be too fucking weird. it's going to be the same as a uh, Swiss Army man. Still not seen I fucking yet. adored that <laughs> still movie, not seen that, yeah. and I think I've given you the Blu ray of yeah, it. Next, still so, my yeah, so that's that's an easy film to fucking watch after watching this, yeah, like, when watching that. You would think then, it's like man, how could the guys that make this, how could they top that? in like they've done it in such a most spectacular fashion. But I think the great thing about this is it caught so much attention. I yeah. think Is it not supposed to be like, the most profitable A twenty four movie? Aye. Like it made an insane well for an independent movie. It made a lot of bank. Yeah. Based on what? How much it cost? Um. So I fucking adore it for that. The fact that something's so weird and it's, like, a career revival for Kehu Kwan. Um, yeah. Where it was, like, stand aside, Brendan Fraser. Short rounds coming through. <laughs> um, But it's
1: so cool to see him kind of get a second bite at this Hollywood yeah. career. The thing is, like, see when he was, like, talking in the film, like, when he was, like, the the dad, but no, the, like, the switched on one. Yeah. He just... And so he just still just it looks almost like he's playing the same characters when they played like fucking Data and yeah. all that. Just, uh just this like wee whiny cl- like, yeah. voice. And it is, it's strange, I think if it's like he
0: just left Hollywood to raise a family and he's come back. Um but like he's gotta be showing up in everything now. I think he's yeah. already been folded into like the Marvel universe. Oh, like, I think he's casted in the second series of Loki. Uh. So um, but I this is not the last time we're going to see this dude now. Like, nah. like I reckon if it's too late to
1: have him forced into like the next Indiana Jones as some I sort of cameo. Yeah, I'm sh- cause I, I I mentioned this to Paul Rob, and Rob's quite like one of the ones that's kind like, of in the know sort of stuff. And he doesn't think that nah, it's too late. Uh, yeah, it's aye. too late because there's no scene. Like, had has before coming and to say there's no scene him. Like, he's like, apart from the wars. There, that's First time i seen him in a couple of years. Aye. So, yeah, yeah. that's it. It's
0: just the... A... Yeah. So, yeah, um, and that's it. And even just all the shit with the, the googly eyes. Oh, the googly eyes. Like where the fucking, the googly eyes explode because it was bullets. Yeah, so bullets, the googly sorry. eyes. And it's the fact that two of them hit James Hong in the eyes. Yeah. Was, <laughs> on his eyelids. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> And even when you go and
1: log it on Letterbox, like you get the big googly eye. I know. Is is like the 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 there's film a, community. There's a Blu-ray cover in America where it's just it always all is the googly eyes, eyes in the background. It? I've I've not that's I've not seen that around in UK. Yet. Yeah, it's not got a UK release. That's the thing. Ah, yeah, right. you're gonna have to import it. Really? Yeah. Sure. That's, that's odd.
0: Like, I imagine. With the amount of attention that,
1: yeah, you would have thought it's that. gonna get
0: soon. Like, isn't yeah, it? like it's gonna get Oscar attention. I imagine like it yeah. might not get Oscar. It might not actually get Oscars, but it's. I feel like it's gonna get nominated. Yeah, and I feel like this film will get Tentacle awards, like the visual, like those moments where, uh, uh, Evelyn and Joy are fighting. Yeah, and it's it's like just the the editing. Like, it's, that must have been so fucking complex. The the visual graphics, like, when they're sitting fighting, the sword's constantly changing her hand uh, to, like, a thousand different things to, like, at one point. Like, will the movie where the lassies holding two blood-soaked dildos be an Oscar <laughs> award winner? Like, I hope so. Like, I hope if they do an Oscar highlight reel, that shot's in there with their... them dildo swords waving around after she murdered the security guards yeah. Um. but man that is I'm surprised that it's not got a Blu-ray because it makes sense because I, I look for it when I'm in like CX Yeah. I say bullet train I see nope and then I was like maybe we've not got any mm. but um, ah, yes, yeah, no. must be the, like, this year some like, some studios going to have to like
1: mm. it
0: was the same way like Parasite remember that won a whole bunch of Oscars and I think it hadn't even had its home release yet, yeah. and then as soon as it happened, fucking like on or something, yeah. like
1: right. because ah, then they started releasing all the the whole box set, yeah, yeah. All his back catalogue and all that. Exactly. So, and then Criterion release in America, The Memories of Murder, and I bought that one. In the house. Aye, and they had the, they've got they done the parasite where it's got the. It's like there's a, the Morse codes. Yeah, the Morse code stuff on it. I've, st- I've still got that one as well as got I suppose, as well as got the like the, like the UK like four K and I. But just got a lot of packaging. And yeah. I mean, because you, you had the. I've got the the French and Joker steelbook or yeah. something, and
0: it's the layout of the house layout as the if hoods. it's like some sort of Harry hotel. Yeah. Little layout and it's so fucking cool and a complete pointless purchase because I got I sold the discs and kept the case yeah. and then just stuck a UK blu-ray in it but yeah. uh, so I think and I bought the the Bong Joon-ho box set so Aye. I think I own three versions of that now because that box set's got both black and white and your standard uh release of Parasite as well as my uh steelbook but yeah um so yeah I think that is everything I need to say about everything that's definitely if people have a chance to see it like please definitely watch it once and just tell me what you think because you'll I feel like you won't see a film like it yeah probably haven't seen a film like it before and it is if you try and boil it down it's like it's like a mother-daughter relationship Uh but just the most weirdest fucking film I've ever seen and I couldn't be more happy to have seen it so Mike, it's now time for your
1: your next film. Yeah. Man. Um. So my next film. Now, have you changed your mind for last week? I've not. Okay. I've not. I I've definitely whether... kept with the fucking trust in the process, and we discussed it. There's no point in bringing in Top on Maverick because everybody's going to fucking have that. In, a, in the list. Mm. And so. I feel like I'm just going to actually fucking do another one that I really enjoyed, and it was uh, Michael Bay's Masterpiece. Oh, yeah. Ambulance. It's... Yeah. I fucking loved everything about this film. Like, and it's not just because of the fact that I really enjoy, like, Michael Bay's films. Mm -hmm. And I mean... They are, like, low-hanging fruit, like, they're so, because you, they're so ridiculously... You kind of know what you're getting yourself yeah, into. Like, so. like, like the Transformer films, like, fair, fair enough, you know, like, the fucking divided logic and all that, but they're entertaining to watch like, the mm-hmm. stuff that he does not it. Aye. You know, I mean, obviously, like, you're not going to beat, like, say, Bad Boys and The Rock and, mm-hmm. like, Armageddon and shit like that, yeah. but I was so fucking so pumped for when they announced this ambulance film. Right. It was, and it was cause I was quite a fan of that, a uh, Yaya Abdul Mateen, who yes. plays one of the brothers, and I quite liked all him. Right. And he was all right in man. he was really good in a uh, trial of Chicago 7. Oh, right, yeah, you know, and yeah. I played Bobby Seale. Right. And I was like, Oh, I was like, Can you look, It looks pretty good in the Simons. The fact that you've got Jake Gyllenhaal always like the yep. villain. And I mean, it doesn't really play villain as much. Aye. but he was fucking really good in Nightcrawler. Yes, as aye. a villain, brilliant in Nightcrawler. Um, but I was just so fucking so pleasantly surprised at how how much I enjoyed it when I come to the cinema
0: mm-hmm.
1: when I watched it. Like, I fucking really, I was like, can I wish I could go back and watch it again? And yeah. I, I watched it. We
0: watched <clears throat> it, and it was a good film. But the only thing I mind of it is. Just the amount of crazy fucking drone shots. Yeah. Which well, I imagine are crazy fucking drone shots. Like, they've, he's hired some, like, the Yeah, most. he hired a
1: young, like, he's like the world, like, fucking, like, like, world's number one, like, drone fucking. Yeah, exactly, like, for
0: the shots that they pulled off. Like, yeah. I'd be kind of fucking watch that in the cinema without getting motion sickness. Like, yeah, wasn't, that, wasn't that
1: bad in the cinema yeah. as well?
0: like, I don't know, maybe, or like if you'd seen it in IMAX sitting in the front row, you'd be like, fucking hell! It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm gonna be sick.
1: Yeah, yeah. but I know, fucking, like, I love fucking ambulance. I like, just, like, like, the story, again, kind the of story is fucking when it has been done time and time again. And all that, I can, like, fucking, a family member's like stuck for money and stuff like that and goes and helps the brother. And then he gets involved in like a fucking bank robbery. Yeah, and it's it's just the fact that it's, it's not even just a, a typical like heist film. It, it much progresses more in the fact that it's like it's a chase film. because like the like the after the fucking bank robbery, you've got like the next like ninety minutes or so of them like just in the back of this ambulance, yeah. and they're just going through all oh, this fucking, you know. Mental shit like, like fucking like the fact that they, they performed like a fucking surgery on the on the postman and the ambulance member. Aye, and that. But <clears throat> like I think this was Michael Bay's first film since the much loved Transformers last night that we covered. Oh yeah, for like the worst, like the yeah, the Razzie, ra- yeah, the Razzie ones. Um has it been that long since he'd done yeah, something? Yeah, twenty seventeen was his last one before then. Wow. Um but I know I thought this was a return to form. And yeah. I, I fucking I'd love to see if he does anymore. Ah, well that's it. it. It's always good when he's doing something that's not like a franchise. Like Yeah. He'll, Actually, no no sorry, that's a lie. The last film he fucking did was Sits Underground, that Netflix one with Ryan Reynolds oh, right. and all that. I never fucking watched that. Uh, oh. I mean, again, uh, there's divided logic, but again, it's fucking just the stuff, like, there's a part in the film where he turns a fucking ship into a magnet. <laughs> I,
0: like, I think the last film of that surprised me because, uh, yeah, he does Good ones i mean i really enjoyed pain and gain yeah but, pain and gain um, is fucking class
1: 13 hours 13 hours is a really good film yeah that was like the soldiers of Benghazi or something like yeah
0: that. it was something
1: like ah, oh, this is not like yeah it was a serious film
0: exactly it's like it just it was almost like he was doing it to show that i could still do this yeah like i'm not just a transformers guy but i can still really yeah. fucking pull off a great action film so it was kind of great to see that ambulance was something where it's like right it's just him showing that yeah. he could
1: still do it. It's just, it's just, a, it's an old school, it's got that old school 90s action from vibe to it. Aye. You know, exactly. Like the fucking, again, like, when you watch Michael Bay film, you know that it's going to be heavy on fucking practical effects
0: mm-hmm.
1: and all that. Like the fucking, when you watch the behind the scenes footage and stuff, like, actually, they are driving an ambulance. Like Aye. the higher, the higher than ambulance from it, the number one, in the world, and part of the deal was that we're going to get it back unscathed, <laughs> <and> <laughs> uh, yeah. But, like, again, like, they're like, they actually filmed like, in like Los Angeles and that, like, in the they're, they're driving through the fucking streets, can, yeah. you know, and just cars are like getting flipped there and blown up, and all that's all practical, aye. And I can, there's no fucking shitty CGI explosions and stuff, you know. But again, like, again, like, the, sto- the story brings it together, the fact that fucking can, like you kind of want to, even like, J.J. I was a villain, and you kind of like, like, like him as well. Yeah, kind of aye. I didn't come across to that,
0: feel like, when you watch the, like, the trailers, and, yeah, you think it's two brothers that are in a hard spot, and this is the only way they've got to get out of it.
1: Yeah. But, but I know, fucking like, again, like, the, the camera and the drone stuff was fucking pretty mad, I've not seen, I think I'd, I have seen anything like that yet. Yeah. Um, like, again, like, the fucking, the, uh, the person done the score for it I fucking really enjoy the soundtrack in it like the, like the musical score for it it's really good it's quite it's rousing and, uh, and just like kind of makes you make enjoy that film that bit more yeah and I like I fucking I've seen people getting stuck it on like the worst of the year list and uh, and it's like aye I've seen folks say they watched half hour and turned it off and I'm like just, just let one, run can you fucking you yeah. know I mean I, it's sometimes it's even like
0: a film where like, like... Sometimes like, I just want to put something easy on where I'm doing ironing, whereas like, yeah, I could concentrate that. on Dana the bed shirt, but I could still follow a film at the same time. And like things like Michael Bay movies are easy, like yeah. stuff like that. You didn't like our Big Lebowski stuff that you could just put on and uh, doesn't need to. Yeah, have your full attention. Like yeah, I'm watching it for the
1: first time, but uh, yeah, I mean like because there's quite that that rewatchability like fat to it, like, at yeah. like, like the rock like bad boys, fucking you know. Yeah, I can, like, exactly. like how many times have we seen Armageddon again? that can. Aye, exactly. And like we enjoy it every fucking time. Okay, we're not gonna get tired it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Aye, but I, no, I mean, no. like fucking, I, I keep saying to people, can watch this film. It's fucking, it's mad. And you know, I like. You know.
0: Right? Yeah. No, I just. I... I was looking at the batteries. and oh, I thought right. I, it, it ran out, but it wasn't. It's just the wee screen was down. But yes, I keep going about
1: the film. Yeah, I saw so if I can. I've considered the fucking. If you want a good film, that's just fucking easy. Aye, easy want, Friday like, night, Saturday night film. Like, do you uh, want to watch a blockbuster? Right. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's a fucking. It's a popcorn film. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you don't. You
0: can't need films aren't any boiled down. In a cinema I mean, I think I was the only person
1: is. in a cinema that was there that night, but you know. That's that's, that's what our Local cinemas, like, there's a lot of times where, yeah,
0: we go and see something, and it's normally just <clears throat> us. I mean, let's see, bullet train. There was bullet train. There was a, a No more than a handful. I think. Yeah, me, you, and a couple others. It looked like it was just going to be me, you, and your wife for nope. Yeah, and then there it, was a couple of folk
1: came in. Exactly, and some. It's 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 a strange thing. There was, there was me, you, Jamie for, multiverse of madness. There was, there was other. Folk and there was other. Because remember,
0: remember, there was a couple jump scares in that film, and the woman that sat in front of me and Jamie, she jumped so high that my nephew jumped because of the- she jumps.
1: <laughs> so. I think the the fucking like, the busiest I've seen, leaving Kino anyway this year was probably Avatar. Yeah that makes sense yeah, I mean right. I think it was fairly
0: I went to a lot of the kids films yeah and I can't tell you what the busiest one could have been if it was Minions or um, even I think well I took them to see that Tad the Lost Explorer and even that had like mm. nah it would have been Jurassic World mm. that would have been the busiest and there was a few folk there as well when I was there because that's it. Who Disney Disney show up yeah. for? Like a Jurassic World yeah. movie. Um,
1: but yeah, uh, any last notes on? Um, I Andy just Lump. watch it. Just can get time. Uh, um, it's definitely I definitely not the worst thing you've ever watched. Mm-hmm. And speaking of the worst thing you've ever watched, um, our next segment.
0: And we don't like negativity, so we're keeping down to just one film that we hated this year, and. Um, yeah um, god I've not chosen one. I just went onto my letterbox and changed the ratings to lowest first so it just showed me kind of what I've rated the lowest from 2022 and for me it's the Alex Garland movie Men that. is that or the film Sharkbait but um, or uh, DC League of Super Pets <laughs> but yes um uh, Men. I rated it a 2 out of 5. Ah. Okay, um, hell,
1: you're keen. Can hell, I fucking... I'm going to ask you one. What did you give it? I can't remember. I'm going to go get my, my fucking stars because there's a couple of films this year that I've given a 1.5.
0: Yeah, I feel like I need to... Oh, I've got your score here on it, actually.
1: Two and a half. Oh, yeah, all right. All
0: right. So, I uh, uh, give it a half a star more, but... Um, I mean, it's. I it was weird. It was, it was one of the like, right. I knew this was going to be a weird movie, but I kind of wanted to see it.
1: But Jesus Christ, that third act—it was, was weird. Just to be fair, I think that's what I think that's what boosted the half star for me was how fucking weird and wacky it was. Yeah, it just went there, but ah, oh. it was just by the
0: end of it, I was so unsettled. It would just like the heebie jeebies, they was just uh I just don't want to see that man's face again. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, Rory Can Kin- is it Rory Kinnear?
1: Yeah. But oh
0: yeah, like you done a lot, that's cool, but more Oh, that was such a such
1: a mind fuckery of a film. Yeah, again it was an A twenty four film, so a lot of yeah. people wanted And I mean I mean it's
0: just even the children in that movie having that man's face, and oh, they're just oh, it just mentally just warped me, and aye, it was just the weirdest thing I've seen that year. I don't think there was a film that I hated. I mean, looking at the the bottom end of my films rated, um, I obviously I must rate everything really high because. In the second row of what we
1: class as my worst, I've got Wakanda Forever, Scream, Smile, and Minions. That was what all. Right. So my stats said that I have watched eighty three films for twenty twenty two. Yeah. All right. Now there was a fucking lot of films that were three and a half. Aye. All right, and there was a quite a few that were three. There was only. Four, sorry, Is that right? That can't be right. Oh, yeah. There's only four films that I rated one and a half for this year. There's one that I rated one, but I didn't want to even talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, as I was saying, like, this year it was so hard to pick a list because there was generally, like, a lot of good films. Like, even yeah. films that like, got, like, three and a half stars. Aye. You know, films that I would, like, you know, like, casually watch again and all that, mm-hmm. eh? Fair enough. of those ones that were a wee bit disappointing and stuff, you know, Aye. but still were three and a half. That could have been, you know, Halloween ends. It hasn't quite got that four star yet, but, yeah. you know, I've no, I've I, no watched I'm, it this I'm year. the same. Like, um, as I said, I had my heart
0: set on Clex 3 being great. And uh, think Clex 3 is alright. I
1: think I gave that as a three and a half. Well, yeah. I enjoyed it i didn't enjoy it as there's there's parts that i didn't enjoy well i I think i just love the second one that much it is
0: the second one's my favorite yeah of clerks movies um it was just ah it's just the characters i love yeah Um, but just to kind of see what happens to the characters here and ah it was so tough like that film made me cry a few times um and I think it was maybe it was, that was his plan. It was wanting you to cry at certain scenes. Yeah. Um, but aye, yeah, there were just things of ah, you, I don't know if he's pandering to crowds. It was just something like the 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 celebrity montages. Yeah, like, were I didn't that. feel unnecessary. Uh, yeah. Like, like okay, it's cool. You've got Sarah Michelle Geller and Freddie Prince Jr., but you've got them Practical Jokers, and it, it was overwhelming for parts like that, and okay, you've got Ben Affleck, but he's doing a, a weird character. Oh, there's Justin Long, and he's doing a weird character too. Um, But uh, uh, Jason Mewes has got brand new teeth and an old face.
1: <sighs>
0: there's some bits that's really jarring, but it's still, it was good that we got it, and cool to see it, and it's went that direction, but yeah, um, yeah, it's good. I'll I will watch it, I will, I'll buy it eventually, but um, yeah, I'm excited to see what he does next. Yeah. Whatever he does next. Um, so, yes. Men, according to Letterboxd, is the worst film I've seen last year. And I think just because it's so fucking weird. Um,
1: what about you? What was your... Um, so, the worst... <sighs> on my Letterboxd, the worst film I'd watched this year was a film on Netflix called Choose or Die. Choose or Die. Yeah, I kind of had like a saw feel. Okay. To it. and I, I it was fucking awful. Like I can't even remember anything about it. And all that. Hmm. Uh, there's a couple on on here that I've got one and a half stars, and it was The Man from Toronto. Netflix Kevin Smith and uh, Kevin. Hart and Woody, Woody Harrelson, yeah, I fucking hated it. I just didn't enjoy it. And hangers, is, I, I I like Kevin Hart and I like Woody Harrelson. Yeah, just did not fucking enjoy that film. They slash them, like oh
0: yeah, I forgot. I it. just saw that was,
1: yeah. I just thought it was fucking dull and dire. Yeah, you know that. Uh, the new Hellraiser I thought was a fucking bore fest. Oh yeah, I never. A lot of people fucking. A lot of people were praising that. Yeah, to, I remember to the high some heavens good. I been really, really that. Good. Uh, The festive musical Spirited with Will oh, Ferrell yeah. and Ryan Reynolds again. I love Ryan Reynolds. I love Will Ferrell. I'm not finding musicals you put them together. And, and I just this was a festive I'm, 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 Apple movie. Yeah, um, it was fucking pretty bad. But I had the one I was most disappointed with, mm-hmm. considering how much I enjoyed first one was peril oh the yeah of this, x. yeah this total tie west trilogy mm-hmm. i mean fucking ballsy the fact that it's like, it's like they brought x out and then literally announced like a few weeks later that like peril was like following and then yeah and, and then. then we're getting maxine this year yeah and I, i'm i've got i've got a higher hopes for seen than what i do after seeing peril mm-hmm. but i've i was fucking like waiting for ages to fucking like see peril and all that and i was like like i enjoyed x i thought it was really good yeah and no, i, I that, was, that was in my top 10 it nudged out with like just other fucking stuff um like and i thought oh this could be all right and I just didn't understand, like, what other people were watching. Like, folk were saying that this was, like, a five-star masterpiece, and I, and I just thought it was boring. and mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, just didn't yeah, enjoy I... it. I was just like, ugh. I never bothered
0: with it. <clears throat> um, I mean, I enjoyed X, but when I, I heard your reaction to it, I was like, yeah, I'll leave it. Yeah. Like, I might
1: watch Batman instead. <laughs> yeah. But, but I fucking... I was just... I don't know, like, I just wasn't, a, like, I, I thought it would be a bit more, like, darker than that, and I just I didn't have as much enjoyment as what I fucking asked like, you know.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. I, so, when we look ahead to what's coming out this year. Yeah. I, I suggested three films that you're looking forward to. Um, mm-hmm. I've said to you already, like, my goal this year is to watch as little films from this year as possible. Yeah. Um, not to make next year's uh, film podcast really challenging or really easy. I've only got six films to pick from, but I'm going to see a lot, I'd imagine. Um, like I'm personally choosing not to watch films 2023, but if my kids want to go see the Super Mario movie, I'm not going to stop them from seeing it. I will take them to the pictures. Yeah. And go watch it with them um so if my family want to watch a film i'll watch it with them but um if it's the fucking netflix movie of the week i'll probably find a dvd to watch before watching that yeah so um it's just a, a challenge like you gave me that poster of 100 films to watch yeah uh, so I'm, I'm working on that i've scored it two so far yeah so um yeah so i thought well rather than trying to keep up to date with what's coming out this year just trying to focus, focus on the on shit i've never seen yeah. but uh so yeah uh i mean i've just had a look at what the like, letterboxes list of films for this year i mean i have to see super mario brothers i think that's gonna be yeah, like a riot i think that's gonna be really cool that might even be better than, like looks like it's gonna be better than sonic the hedgehog yeah. um just at a glass, like, for the trailer. Like they look like they've kind of nailed the tone and the, the comedy seems yeah. right. Uh,
1: cocaine Bear. <laughs> yes. That. Yes. yes. That was look. fucking mad. Yeah, like, yes. I will fuck, I'm all in for that. I know. Like, directed by Elizabeth Banks. It's look, the cast on it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, Ray Liotta, uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., um, yeah. fucking solo for the solo films in it as well. I never noticed that. Oh, that man.
0: um, Alden, called, yeah Alden yeah
1: yeah Elnreich.
0: yeah. Um, but yeah, Kerry Russell, Jesse Tyler Ferguson. But I, it's just all those shots like you see really, over with, with the hunting
1: rifle. But yeah, it's just that trailer of seeing the bear getting all the cocaine and doing the cocaine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, I just I I seen when they were. And when they announced this la- earlier on last year, I was like, "This is a fucking w- going to be it's probably going to be one of the worst films ever." And yet the trailer makes it look really watchable, and I really yeah. hope that it's just fucking, it's just what it is. Aye. you know, it's just a bear on a cocaine fueled rampage. Yeah, and you're gonna laugh at it. Like oh, people yeah. are gonna get murdered, yeah. and it's gonna be silly. Yeah, like I just. Like, it's the want- bit where it's chasing the ambulance and it jumps into the ambulance, and you know like, this. <laughs> It's gonna be fucking mad. It's 91 minutes. Oh, even like, oh, sweet music to my ears. A tight 90. Oh, <laughs> don't get that nowadays. <laughs> so, I mean, tight 90, James Hong, I eh? <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, it's not a tight 90, fucking on the Moors of night. Is that oh, 190? I, 190. 190.
0: Well, there you go. I, I feel like I'll probably have just as much cocaine in it. Oh, yeah.
1: I'm looking forward to Maybe, this so, like,
0: this. Uh, there might I, there might be bears in it too,
1: yeah. But um, yeah, that film probably is going to be a riot, Like Yeah, um, it's, it's mad. There's, there's so many fucking mad shit coming out this year.
0: But I mean, it's, we've actually we've got a, a Wes Anderson movie coming out this year. Ah, huh. yeah, uh, Asteroid City. Uh, Margot Robbie, Tom Hanks. Uh, Maya Hawk, Jeffrey Wright Scarlett have well of course it's uh, Wes Anderson so it's going to have 30
1: A-listers
0: yeah he Bill Murray in there yeah uh, we've got to get our Wonka mm.
1: that fucking...
0: <laughs> but,
1: Timothy Shamanley yeah
0: yeah it's going to be his year again like with the second part of June
1: yeah
0: uh, did they did they confirm that as a
1: three part or is it still two I don't know I don't know. Yeah. But I mean cuz there's so many fucking books on it. Of course there's too many. Um
0: but yeah, what I'm looking forward to uh, So, like Super Mario um Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania that second trailer. I think I felt like I became obsessed with it just watching it. Something to do with like the music and I want her to understand why Bill Murray's in this fucking thing.
1: Ah, Bill Murray's in it, eh? Yeah,
0: like, it just looks like he walks up to a bar and puts his hands down, like, and, and, like and then grabs the barmaid's tits. And does that sound with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we <were both. laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, but as I said earlier, like, it's. There's got to be a sense of dread. I feel like this is a film where like, they might kill Ant Man. Like if they have the balls to do it or if like Paul yeah. Rug wants out. Um but yeah.
1: Where the fuck is
0: that? Oh, it's like a motorbike over like probably two gardens over. Alright. Oh, like Simon Crescent way.
1: You fucking half nine at night. Yeah.
0: That's someone just waking up.
1: Okay.
0: Um So yeah, I Quantum Mania, Super Mario uh, cocaine Bear, <laughs> and I mean, yeah, Indiana Jones, of course.
1: Yeah. What about you? What's what's? Yeah. Indiana Jones is you? in my list. Uh, like, like, like my plan your is dial like Dial of Destiny. Yeah, like my plan is like I want to go and see an IMAX film this year. You yeah. Know? And I'm swaying with Cocaine Bear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm swaying with fucking Indiana Jones. Uh, Oppenheimer oh yeah and fucking Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning part one I reckon they'll be the go-to films in Mm -hmm. um, IMAX this year yeah Um, but I know fucking I think Indira Jones looks fucking looks really good yeah I like that I really I I really like fucking like James Mangold Mm -hmm.
0: and that
1: uh, Boyd Holbrook in there as well. I quite like him as an actor. Yeah, and uh, you've got Mads as the villain, which oh, could no. could be fucking great. Yeah, you you could choose some scenery easily. And, uh, like I quite like the fucking like when they hit the trailer and like you got the the clip of like the aged, yeah, Indiana Jones and like, all. Yeah, looks fucking look really good. Yeah, and, uh, and like I seen there was a guy, a guy on fucking Twitter who was obsessed with fucking. Like calling out James Mangold and all his shit, oh, and um, right. it's like basically it was fucking going on about like how the trailer just looks like green screen overkill and all that. And like James Mangold's like, a bit like we've we'll got, i have we'll got the photos here that we filmed this like on fucking set, aye. like fucking on and, the streets, and Glasgow. The streets and all that." Aye, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but aye, no, I know, I and then it really fucking good this year. Um, the other one I'm looking forward to is Creed Three oh yeah I uh, think that is the better looking Jonathan Major film this year oh aye Fe, you know? Ant-Man yeah yeah I mean I think Ant-Man looks alright I mean I'll if I've got nothing to do I'll go and see it if not I'll wait for yeah, it I'll like come a, on Disney I'll come on Disney exactly it's going to be there probably within six months yeah so um, but I know Creed 3 like, looks fucking really good and uh, I like, I love, love love the first two and uh, I, I'm quite looking forward to seeing this one seeing how what to go with it and all that yeah but it's a bit <clears throat> it's a bit irky the fact that they've no got Stallone's blessing for this one because they, oh, right. the whole it's today with this fucking the guy that's like you, you, I think he like owns the rights or something basically isn't mm-hmm. you letting Stallone fucking like have anything today with like fucking somebody with that anyway because okay. I come out last year, like fucking Stallone was basically like, calling him a piece of shit I ended up like having fucking followers with him and Michael B. Jordan and all that ah, shit and that uh, so it's going to be interesting because like will, will they mention like Rocky in this one yeah or is this going to be them basically just shoving them in the corner aye you uh, know I mean the worst thing I could pull there is I could probably fucking say that like he'd, he died yeah, like cancer, quality, cancer the cancer in the film, last one. Nah, the film and starts them leaving the fucking funeral, going to the wake. <laughs> 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 Aye, shit. <laughs> but I know K3 Three looks fucking really good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um. And the other one is. It's hard because there's quite a lot of good films coming out this fucking year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and uh, uh I quite like look at that Infinity Pool the new brandon cronenberg film that's got mia goth alexander guard comes out in the end of fucking this month i'm sure it is hmm. uh, but the fucking one that i looking forward to is probably fucking john mc john mc looks fucking great because yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. ah, that's it it's him donnie yen is donnie, donnie yen, yen like the main villain
1: yeah, uh, you've Definitely, got... There's like he plays a big You've part. got that Scott Adkins in there as well. I Aye. think he's brilliant. Yeah. I love a lot of his stuff. Aye. Uh, but the trailer is shit hot. And mm-hmm. uh, as well, they've kind they've, of... They've announced they're doing this like spin-off thing with Anna de Arma, I say. all oh, right. Uh, and hmm. Apparently, John Witt's going to be a part of it as well, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do with this fourth part, because obviously... At the end of the third one, fucking he gets turned on by Ian McShane and the fucking... Aye. The company, the Continental and all that. Yeah. So he's kind of going after them. But there's so much stuff coming out this year. Like, you've got the yeah. Guardians 3, you've got... Barbie. Barbie, aye. <laughs> That's going to be a weird one. Aye, I like boy. the sense
0: of humour that I had in the trailer that I was taking the mick out of 2001. Yeah. Uh, well, was it taking the mick,
1: but... Um, you've got um, Spider Verse, oh, which already looks really, really shit good. That
0: I won't be watching. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey.
1: Uh, if it goes on Prime or something, okay, well, I'll probably watch it on the fire set because it just looks fucking stupid. Yes, it does look fucking stupid.
0: Um,
1: yeah.
0: And that, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, the end of episode 267 of the films and swear and movie podcast uh, our audio recording device actually uh, timed itself out towards the end there so it cut off the original uh like outro that i had planned so yeah hope you hopefully you enjoyed listening to that and we'll be back later this year with more movie reviews we're going to focus on uh wes anderson's filmography so yes Uh, Films and Swearing, I hope we deliver more than four podcasts in 2023. Fuck off and tune in next week.